The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. This is a semi-weekly progressive political and atheist-filled podcast based in the state where food quality is measured in quantity. Uh, Let's see, that's right, it is Utah. This is episode number 105, and if you're a new listener, welcome to the show. Uh, Let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your host, X, and joining me this week for the episode is Felicia Entwistle. Hello! Uh, we've got a wonderful episode lined up for you all to enjoy. Before we get started in earnest, I want to remind everyone that if you want to get in touch with all of us on the show, you can do so via our text voicemail line at 347-669-3377, email us at mailbag at Utah Outcasts, or just about anywhere else on social media as Utah Outcasts. We're pretty easy to find. I do want to add something. I've been getting friend requests on Facebook, mm-hmm. and um, I <laughs> I have had to make a policy that my personal Facebook doesn't get people I don't know just because it was stressing me out too much. Yeah. Stressing me out too much. So if you're a fan of the show and you're wanting to add me on Facebook, please contact us through one of those methods that X just mentioned and specifically say that's what you're doing and what your name is. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I am I not adding you. Well, and also, we, we have a Utah Outcast discussion group, which is findable via Facebook. All you got to do is look it up and then request to join and we'll add you in there and you could talk with any one of us that you want to talk to out there we've got a nice little thriving community it's kind of fun uh so felicia what's been up with you for the week anything fun well i (laughs) met william's parents for the first time i I know what happened i just can't uh, you guys don't know what happened because we we talked for a good 30 minutes before hitting the mic and we can't tell you (laughs) all the fun we're not gonna we're we're not gonna gonna go down that road no no um so they are uh his mom is not right wing she's not she's apolitical like she just doesn't have an opinion on it that's impossible (laughs) that's impossible um or if she does she she really really did not want to talk about it and Mm. it was fine it didn't really come up between her and i so you know like um they are sweet people with really good intentions um when they were playing with William's son, you know, their grandson, uh, this is the first time that William's mom has met her grandson from William. So damn, um, <laughs> that's crazy. They, they were, they were really sweet. And, um, I kind of want to keep his mom, um, just, uh, forever because she's been cleaning up after I've been cooking. <laughs> 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 so I don't have to do it. It's, it's, it's so wonderful. Sweet. And, uh, <laughs> And she found a bunch of my laundry there that I'd forgotten. And uh, she did all my laundry and folded it. Like, oh, it was very <laughs> cute. It was very sweet. So um, it's been a bit of an adventure. Uh, but, you know, it's 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 kind of a trip. It's, yeah, but it's, they are very sweet, good-intentioned people. I, so that's what's going on with me. I got to meet my new nephew this week. And it's kind of cute because I, this is, like, the first, like, uh, boy in the family i should say on on this side of the family on my my wife's side of the family so oh it's really cute i mean it's not that big of a deal because i've had three girls they had a girl and it's like everybody's like yay new baby and it's just it's kind of neat to hold a little baby boy instead of a little baby girl i mean there's not much difference but and so we're holding them and i'm having a good time barbecuing for the family and everything today and uh they go to inside to change them and like my my wife's mom's changing her or him sorry damn pronouns fuck me up tonight uh and they're getting changed and she's like oh i know it's terrible having to having to get your diaper changed when you have a circumcision and i'm like (gasps) i'm like you didn't even give him a choice i'm like that poor kid i'm like man somebody just lopped a piece of you off and they didn't even think about it (laughs) bastards i'm still very much one of the i'm i'm an intactness kind of person because bullshit I am so it, intact if, if the 
if the standard for, you know, beauty in this country was lopping someone's nose off and be like, oh, well, it's just cleaner this way or it's a uh, hygiene thing or, you know, taking someone's earlobes off. If that was like the the standard of shit, it's like, wouldn't you be like, that's kind of fucked up, you know? But no, no, that's fine. Yeah. We're going to cut a ring of calamari off a little kid's penis. And then, that's that's because it's a good thing. Fucking it's weirdo. not a good thing. It's, it's not weird. a good thing. And I um, I had to leave my activist powers down a little bit. I'm like, okay, okay, don't get too fucking pissed off. Don't yell at people <laughs> because it's done. Nothing I can do to change this shit. And I, but the thing is, like, I thought we had talked about it before this whole thing happened. And I'm not going to say, like, I have any sway over anything. But then this was before they were even pregnant with the kid. And it was just like, I thought we had this discussion where we had drinks. And I was like, yeah, you guys are smart. You're rational. And then all of a sudden and you cut that off and it's just like man it's that it's that cognitive dissonance it's that god damn it's it that need for the kid to look like his dad because what's wrong with my penis mm. um nothing yours you know, is better my, uh, <laughs> apparently my parents really argued about this over me before they knew you know yeah uh, actually my mom refused to find out before i was born so they didn't know till i was born what ah. what i was gonna be but uh um my mom was insistent no no circumcision and mm-hmm. my dad was insistent on circumcision it's the flip for me and my wife where i was like nope not gonna happen she's like well i think i should have a say i'm like no it's not your body you have no say in this <laughs> and it yeah. caused a bit of contention because she's not a person that likes to be shown uh wrongness or you know it doesn't like mm-hmm. to doesn't want to have a someone say hey what you're thinking is wrong here or what what you believe is wrong it's like it doesn't really work that way in this relationship so <laughs> anyway I'm getting but, off topic there. But anyway, so it was, it was really cool to meet my nephew. But at the same time, it's like I was immediately sad. But he seems all right. He's he's a baby. I mean, babies, uh, newborn babies don't really do much at this point. So he will be fine. He, he will, will be, be fine. fine. I'm fine. Um, Lots of guys yeah. are fine. But the vast majority are. But I just real hard transition to a different subject. No segue. <laughs> Boom. I, I remembered something awesome that I did this week that I'm really, really, really proud of. Mm. I and listeners of the show, uh, consistent listeners will know I've started doing pole dancing uh, for fitness and not at a strip club because I'm not that good. <laughs> um, I don't know, Felicia. I've been to the lighthouse in Ogden. I, I You didn't have to be that good. <laughs> uh, and uh, I actually climbed all the way up the pole today for the first time. And then once I did it, I did it a bunch. And I was like, oh, shit, I know how to get up the I could touch the the rafter that it's like bolted into, and I was like, "Woo!" I climbed it multiple <laughs> times. I was so proud of myself. I climbed the pole. I got a gnarly bruise. You, you watching on YouTube will be able to see this. Ah, ow! <laughs> All bruised up. That's what. Apparently, uh, your skin gets used to it, and you stop bruising. Also, it's probably you get better at technique. <laughs> uh, slamming your leg into <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, yeah, I did it for the first time. I climbed the pole. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) All right. So we are going to be moving into headlines. But first, a word from one of our friends. Hey, y'all. This is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff and teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. An 80-year-old Buddhist woman forced the evacuation of 150 passengers on a Shanghai flight when she threw a handful of coins into the engine of the plane as she prayed for safety (laughs) this week. (laughs) You see? Buddhist is dumb too. <laughs> all religions are bad for you. <laughs> yes, all religions are bad for you, See, including Buddhism. I'm I'm wondering how it happened. I mean, like, what, it must have been an airport where she had it was had access to be able to go near the engine. So they were climbing, probably going in from like the doors of the place through the through the tarmac onto like a ladder yeah. to get onto it. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. The fuck were you thinking, lady? Like throwing <laughs> coins, metal objects into an engine. Like it, it's not like a wishing well. It's not something that's gonna, you know. It's, yeah, it, <laughs> they're, it's they're, truly <laughs> baffling. It's truly <laughs> baffling. 
Uh, let's see. This is from the uh, the Friendly Atheist blog. He says that throwing coins is good luck and is common in Buddhism, but is mostly directed at temples, you know, not a jet engine. Statues, again, not jet engines. <laughs> Ponds, which, you know, that might fuck up the water a little bit, but it's not really that bad. Or wells. <laughs> Uh, so this time, one of the coins, uh, worth it's which is worth about twenty five cents in the U.S., hit the engine and caused the flight to be delayed for several hours. The woman was taken away for questioning by the police. After an investigation, the involved passenger uh, said she threw coins to pray for safety, according to their neighbor, uh, and they said the lady believes in Buddhism. And the captain was quoted as saying. Uh, the metal, if sucked up in the engine, could have caused serious damage, including failure. No fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. What? Why? Like, I, I have to imagine this is like the first time this has happened. Like, nobody's ever done this before. Nobody's ever been like, yeah, coins in that metal swirly around thing. Nothing could go wrong. Be like all of those intricate, tiny little moving parts within that engine. You know that. Let, let's go ahead and throw metal to get fucking jammed into there. <laughs> I know nothing about a jet engine. I know nothing. I know there's metal, and I know that there is swirling bits, and I know <laughs> that you don't throw coins into that. I. That's all I know about a jet engine. I know you don't throw. Like I know that a goose can kill a jet engine. Yeah. That is a thing. Like, so if a goose can do it, pretty sure change can, too. I just imagine Felicia, the mechanic, going up to the gen engine. Yeah, I see, your problem here is with your, uh, your swirly bits. <laughs> 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 oh, that's amazing. So the airline... The airline inspected the plane and ultimately cleared it for the flight, but there's uh, no doubt that this type of action could have been deadly, so... He says, uh, to conclude the article here, I just hope that everyone can keep their beliefs and rituals in a place where they can't hurt others, such as temples or churches or at home. This just goes to show or that... The, none of those places. None of those places. That works, too. This just goes to show that superstitious harm isn't limited to alternative medicine, Christianity, and Islam. So... <laughs> I've exactly. said for years. Look at the... Just look at the... Uh, the in Tibet, the the Dalai Lama Buddhism yeah. is absolutely fucked up. It was a horrible situation, and everyone's like, "Dalai Lama is such a cutie pie, he's such a good guy. I love him so much." Be like, "Hey, he's not he's not that clean, guys." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was basically an entire population forced into slave labor by promise of a better life next time. Mm -hmm. hey. No, that Buddhism's such a peaceful religion that still, you know. They're if not materialistic. Then why the fuck did the Dalai Lama live in a house of fucking gold? Mm -hmm. And why is he fat? Yeah. When yeah. most of his people don't eat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't really have much more to say. It's just, it's just nice to finally get a headline every once in a while where it's not, it's not crazy Muslim, crazy Christian, crazy Jew. Actually, you don't see crazy Jew that often anymore unless you're talking about Eli Bosnick. But uh, you get like you get crazy Buddhist and everybody's like, whoa, wait, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> because you don't get that very often unless they're self-immolating or something. But um, I'm glad that wasn't the case here. I'm glad this person didn't yeah, immolate yeah. 150 other fucking passengers, too. So, And I mean, if we're being nice, like it's she's kind of being adorable, right? Like she was it wasn't like she had some like nefarious purpose. She was probably some pretty uneducated person who would not. <laughs> flown much in her life if ever and was scared and <laughs> relied on her internal beliefs and like well you can ask everybody everybody adorable. here on the panel that even i <laughs> went on went on that flight a couple weeks ago and i i don't quite enjoy flying so much because it is i i like to mitigate risk wherever possible and i know it's very fucking safe it's safer than driving on the freeway kind of thing yes yeah, I, but you're doesn't your 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 fight or fight flight fight or flight part of your brain isn't like this is like nothing you're like no oh, this is very weird <laughs> yeah and so whenever the plane would be getting closer to the ground i'm one of those assholes that doesn't turn his stuff into airplane mode when i'm flying around because it's cool to sometimes catch an errant signal and get an update or something you're like oh i didn't have to pay for wi-fi i got a text message hooray <laughs> But like I, every time I would land, I'd be like, "Praise science!" <laughs> and Felicia <laughs> and Kyle saw it too. So. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, it was wonderful. Anyway, that's this crazy Tibetan lady. Not Tibet. She's not Tibetan. She's Buddhist. Just Buddhist. She's from China. We don't Shanghai. know. Oh, Shanghai. She's China. Oh, she's, yeah, she's Chinese. That's and pretty common. Her last name was, her surname was Q-I-U. And I know how to say stuff in uh, Japanese, but Chinese is a completely different pronouncer. So <laughs> I'm not even going to try it right yeah, there. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even guess. Yeah, not even going to go there. I'm probably the only preacher in America that is concerned about your ball movement. This is great. What are you going to shovel it with? Oh, my goodness. What are you going to dig a hole with? Oh. What are you going to do with the doo-doo? But what are you going to do? It's true. It's what are you going to do with it? The Jim Baker Show is one of my <laughs> it, it's hard for me to put into words how much like he became yeah like, you just you you said you almost said one of my favorites but like it's not it's not it's, it's like terrible like it's so bad it's like i used to love seeing brian fisher clips and i don't know why we don't see many more of those anymore but like jim baker has become you know like the, go, the go-to guy for it's me for this too stuff oh yeah. too real <laughs> yeah right wing watch like, filters broken have supremacy <laughs> right now it's too real like it was fun when we were like, ha, you're losing. And now it's like, oh, you're the minority and you're destroying lives. <laughs> you guys Not are so fucking up America. No. So we have uh, the Jim Baker show and he has a guy on with him with by the last name of Taylor. I'm not even going to bother looking up who the first name is. Uh, and he wants to talk about Trump implementing heaven's agenda, which just heaven's agenda. What the does that even mean like i, I remember marshall applewhite was a heaven's gate thing the bible but... doesn't have yearly proposal on what their agenda is that doesn't even make any fucking sense that yeah oh. it's bad it's bad y'all all right here we go the minute he was elected the stock market has gone up and up and up and look what the the headline right now i wrote it down on my my paper here stocks continue record climb that's the headline as i'm walking on this show right now it's, Which, we're in the first year. Yeah, and you can pretty much thank Obama for that one. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but uh, in my personal business, healthcare, things have like grinded to a fucking halt. Even our leadership is going. Yeah, everyone's scared now. And I, I, I find it funny that like I, I play around on the stock market, and my portfolio is not doing that well. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. <laughs> There's a lot of uncertainty right now. Yeah, I mean, it's still going up, but it's not like... It's not doubling and tripling like you would expect it to, like we were hoping for. Oh, if, you, <laughs> you if you'd had in. a Hillary presidency where everyone's like, everything's fine. Everybody just keep doing it. Yeah. Regulations are going to remain in place. Let's just keep doing what we've been doing. It, it seems to be working so far. <laughs> All right, what else? So the prophecy is coming true. Absolutely. To the details, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And, and I, I think right now, Jim, what's going on within the church with all this talk of impeachment and what they're trying to do to him. That's Mary Colbert. Mark and I both are getting bombarded with people yeah. emailing and calling going, well, well what's going to happen? What, 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 what's going on? What do you think? What do you think? Well, let me. Sounds like you're making fun of those people that are really worried and, you know, they see you as somebody that could be a soothsayer that might make them feel better kind of thing. No, but you're going to be an asshole about it, aren't you? <laughs> hey, yeah, look what I think. You just watched the Red Sea part. <laughs> and to think that, you know, this is what the Lord literally showed me. It's like the church behaves just like the Israelis did. God parted the Red Sea and you get to the other side and you start going, Oh, Lord, uh, are we going to be destroyed? Uh, he's put us in the desert to kill us. What's going to happen? I'm going to tell you something what's going to happen. You're going to yeah. watch the what waves the fuck? crash in on your yes. enemy. What the fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck? She's making fun of people who believe the Bible, who are going, God punishes the wicked. And you've been saying our country is wicked. And you, and now you're saying that oh everything's cool. <laughs> Trump's the president. Oh, you guys are idiots for listening to the Bible. <laughs> oh my God, go fuck yourself forever, lady. I just find it fascinating that it's like, oh well, the, you know, Trump getting elected was Moses parting the Red Sea. Like, yeah, about the only thing that I'll accept is uh 
you know, evidence here is, you know, Russia collusion or <laughs> I wouldn't even say divine intervention. I was trying to be funny, but no, I don't think I could even go there. But she's making fun of these people saying that people are genuinely afraid. They want to know what's going on with this country. And then you're just like, ah, well, don't be so fucking scared, you pussies. It's like you're the one that instilled all this shit to begin with. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Right. Ah, man. It the best is yet to come. Amen. Oh, so like everybody getting kicked off healthcare. That that's the best thing to come. Or you know, the tax breaks are gonna make it so you don't get any kind of social programs. How about that? Because we're gonna make the people that pay for most of them, you know, we're gonna give them a tax cut because trickle down. Trickle down seems to work. Yeah, but that's <laughs> you know, I and I have a whole feeling on this one, but that the Republican Party has built an abusive relationship. Yeah. And these people do what I say, do what I say, and it will work out for you. I, I know he loves me. <laughs> uh, he hits they, me because he I, loves me. The Republican me. Party, I know that they want the best for me. Look, they, 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 they're building up the innovators. That's, <laughs> gonna, that's what's going to work. That's, it's going to work this time. It's going to work mm. this time. They really mean it this time. They God really damn. mean it this time. Yeah, this, this it, man's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. What is God telling you about Trump right now? President, basically, I'm, he, President Trump. I yeah, he, Trump. he's on track, and that's what most Christians don't understand. Even Christians are still fighting what this man's doing, and they don't understand this is not Trump's agenda. This is heaven's agenda that's being implemented through yes. Donald Trump. So heaven's agenda is kicking 25 million people off of health care and cutting food programs for you know hungry after school children or breakfasts for them. Um, Shutting your borders, even though Christ told you guys many times to treat your people, your visitors well. You know, we could bring up list after list after item after item of things that he is doing that your Jesus did not like. Right. But that's not what they're, that's the thing is about Christianity is that it's such an adaptable religion because the Bible, they can cite any part of the Bible that'll back them up. Because the Bible wasn't written to be a cohesive idea. This wasn't written by a novelist who was forming a world. This was uh, somebody who went... Not according to current This was a Christians. council. <laughs> this, yeah, this was, a, this was a council that decided on things that could be useful by common tools that were being useful at the time in different yeah. Christian sects. And uh, the, the emperor himself was not a Christian and went, all right, uh, so what do they want? It was it was a practical <laughs> it was a practical conglomeration of ideas yeah. uh, at the time. It was it was practical for the time. That's it. And it has since been used as a tool to manipulate further agendas of uh, people. But there's been no there's been no consistency in Christianity ever. Not ever has there been consistency. So we have other than that they have names. They have names that they use a lot. So we have <laughs> Heaven's Agenda, which should be the rich, white, cishet male <laughs> agenda is what, what God really is. So God is a uh, trust fund child named, by the name of Chad <laughs> that goes to Duke University and rapes just because he likes to. <laughs> yep, that's God. You don't get it. It's because he's not, he's, he doesn't have the, the exterior of a you know a pope or a saint or right. something you know right right they just it's, we've just got a bunch of pharisees that's the bottom line they just can't see what god's doing <laughs> i i i can't see what god's doing i don't have words i don't have uh, words for this right now i'm, I'm sorry it's not <laughs> funny anymore it's not fucking funny that these people are out there going yay trump yay and i'm not being able to share but yay we voted for the guy and he gave us no jobs and he take away everything that we needed to live and I, if that's heaven's agenda fine gets you guys shuffled off this mortal coil quicker back to your fucking Jesus go ahead why don't you take the rest of your family with you bastards God, I. <laughs> we just need to educate their children we need we oh, need that's, so much I knew the liberals were coming after they're coming after your children. <laughs> Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Da, da, 
some people might not know who uh, Linda Harvey is, and I don't, uh, I don't blame you for that because she's an anti-LGBTQ kind of person, and she's a, uh, she works for Mission America. You know, great. You, you can just tell with a name like that, this person's fucked up. And I'm, I'm not. Yeah, there, there's some aggressiveness there that I don't want to be a part of. Well, apparently, this comes from to us from a right wing watch because I use a lot of their stuff. Uh, she remains very upset about the theft of the rainbow by the gay rights movement. Aww. Oh, and anytime I can bring up these people, they're like, the rainbow's ours. That's our signature. That's our thing. That's it. God won't kill us all again. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you're he the only one who's ever used a rainbow for anything. God won't genocide humans again. <laughs> I just love that. That's what you that guys symbolizes. only gave a fuck. You guys only gave a fuck about the rainbow once the gay people started using it. Yep, that's it. It was not a big deal to them before that. Oh, so she wrote an article for World Net Daily in which she ranted that the rainbow was being quote raped and wondered. <laughs> She wondered if it was possible for conservative Christians to trademark the rainbow. So let me let me get into her some of her quotes that I have here. The sweet rainbow image has been violated, raped by the deluded and fraudulent, and it now serves too often as a garish signpost for slavery to grave homosexual sin. Slavery to grave homosexual sin. That's just. I, I got to give her credit. That's a great line, but it's yeah, it's wrong headed. But man, dramatic. <laughs> I'll give her that. Uh, from shameful pride parades to hats, T-shirts, wristbands and buttons sold at Target or Walmart. Sexual deviance is being colorfully and arrogantly proclaimed from America's rooftops. OK, See, this is where she is using the term sexual deviant incorrectly. Mm. She's Wrong. thinking of it like devilish, right? Like mm. sexual evilness. Sexual <laughs> deviant just means somebody who deviates from the norm. Now, that in itself is a neutral term. Yeah. It, like, but she's heard it so much. Sexual deviance, like evil devil. I like that's like... how she's heard it. But it it cracks me up because it's like, no, it just means deviates i'm a sexual deviant in that i well actually it's probably not that deviated, but in that i i like a- according to this lady yeah sex. yeah according to this lady yeah you're a, oh you're, yeah, you're well, going to hail <laughs> oh man so don't she says like so, so many reasons <laughs> like so many i don't pull dancing for fun nobody even pays me for it like, you pay them for I the fun Uh, she's asking can we trademark the rainbow before she admitted that such an effort is probably impossible perhaps even inappropriate so even she is saying it's inappropriate to do the thing that she's saying no yeah you can't can't copyright the light spectrum and who are you copywriting it under because you have to have a specific you have to attribute it to a specific ownership so what your church your and, church not and you also have to you have to specifically say which colors i mean and we're talking like hex values for these colors we're talking you know the the, the millions of colors that there are you have to specify each one of them and then you have to specify i've looked into trademark shit you have to specify like angles of stuff you have to have a vector graphic of it you have to have all of these things before you can get a fucking trademark so yeah so that's a trademark now to copyright something you so as soon as you ha- create an original work. So if I did a painting of a rainbow, yeah, that painting is copyrighted to me. Now, if anybody copied it, I'd have to prove it was mine. Yeah, I'd have to have a timestamp. Like I posted a picture of it on Facebook. That's pretty solid. Um, I have to have a timestamp that I did it first. Uh, but it would have to be an exact or almost exact, like where you'd look at it and you could confuse it for the original. Mm-hmm. Like that. So that's copywriting. Yeah. So copywriting means that you get one. You get one absolute your representation of the rainbow. That's it. Yep. And it's you, the individual, gets to copyright. I think actually I think corporations can copyright an idea. Yeah, they can. But uh they still have to um prove it. And it's still just <laughs> the one. You get the one, and that's your intellectual property. 
But like she she doesn't even understand. Like just just the rainbow. What are you gonna sue Skittles. the sun? <laughs> <laughs> Skittles. Yeah. Taste the like, rainbow. I mean, there's so many rainbows out there. You gonna sue Deadpool and, for their unicorn? And back to sexual deviance, I wanted to bring this up here is that you have all these people that are claiming that you know they're not fans of sodomy. And I have to bring it up every time one of these religious people talks, be like, you give your husband a blowy every once in a while, right? Sodomy. You yeah, that's him, sodomy. Sodomy is him, not anal. You put your finger in his butt. Sodomy. <laughs> oh, they don't do that. They don't do that. They oh, yes. Do that. They yes, have... they do. Yes, they do, Felicia. You know that these guys. No, I don't the, think the they stinky do. The stinky pinky. They got because they won't they allow the wife to put anything bigger in like a thumb or an index finger or, I don't think or the do. first two <laughs> i think these people are so fucking scared uh, of their sexuality that they don't have fun they like they're so afraid of taste the rainbow people taste the rainbow, taste the rainbow. <laughs> hashtag butt stuff hashtag butt stuff. oh Thank we get we got to use it today butt- Okay, so this lady, I'm going to wrap it up here. She, uh, She's also saying that one day we will all find ourselves in hell, and I'll, I'll be fine going there. She says, is Satan clever or what? He has countless people in this country doing his bidding, failing to understand that they are preppers for the pit of hell. Their savior, if they could recognize him, is the real author of the rainbow and his original life-affirming godly purposes. <laughs> is like- Satan clever or what? He's totally convinced people that they can fuck. And safely, and not anything bad is going to happen, and have loving, fulfilling relationships, or not. Um, <laughs> and they can they can explore themselves, and then nothing happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's cur- and there's no con- there's no negative consequences for that act itself. Like, I mean, I mean, there are if you are doing it unsafely, but that's like a different topic. It's just, it's so amazing because oh, she's like, is insane and clever. He's tricked all these people into thinking they can have a good time safely. (laughs) Oh, just wait. Just wait. I've got more of it here because she said this current misuse needs to end. Rainbow should accompany what God would smile on. Okay. Well, first of all, how are you going to know what he really does smile on? Uh, God is not smiling on homosexual conduct, gender defiance, or the corruption of children. And he never will. An appropriate rainbow for the LGBTQ sin identity would look very different. Featuring colors like brown, puce, mauve, gray, and black. Actually, the new pride flag does have the brown and black on there because, you know, they're trying to include people of color on the, the pride flag as well. Oh, that's sweet. And well, yeah, so she's like, she says she's assuming that people can't uh, find good usages for <laughs> puce or mauve. Mauve or is brown a great color. Or black. Mauve <laughs> is a lovely color. Mauve, black. Um, I love black. I my artwork. My artwork would be nothing without Background. black. Black. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, the artists are always told be really, really careful of using black, and I am. Um, but it's it's such a dramatic and striking color that there are, I have mm-hmm. pieces of art that would be nothing without black. So, um, and then brown is like most Lovely. of the colors. Yeah. It's most <laughs> of the color. That's most colors is she a says, shade of brown. She so, says it's depressing, uninspiring, empty, leading nowhere. Satan's banner. Hang on, I'm getting to it. Uh, the rainbow's current use by sexual anarchists <laughs> turns hope into a license for sin. Rainbow adorned clergy, you are in for some hot eternal times unless repentance comes along soon. And here's my favorite line of the whole thing. <laughs> favorite line of the whole thing. Gyrating, speedo wearing sadomasochists on rainbow decorated pride yes! floats. <laughs> Look out for what's coming unless you bow before the king of kings. <laughs> You're in for a hot time in hell. Gyrating. Sadomasochus. Speedo wearing sadomasochus. And sadomasochus also comes with the um, uh, implied uh, rigorous levels of consent and exploration (laughs) and empowerment in all individuals. I'm sure this lady has no idea. She has no idea who the Marquis de Sade is. She has no idea. We don't talk about him. He's not representative. I'm the, saying that the the root of the word. No, I know, <laughs> but this lady, like, if that's what she thinks hell is, is is gyrating, speedo wearing, sadomasochism on a rainbow flag, <laughs> rainbow flag, flag floating the fuck up every day. 
That's okay. the reason I haven't gone to Pride. I haven't gone to Pride it's, because I want that. I want the. I want that. <laughs> I love you, Pride Parade. <laughs> Come back, Pride Parade. I love you. There's a Patton Oswald. <laughs> And the, she she finishes it up here with saying, "Little children understand the goodness of the rainbow. The rest of us should follow suit." You're talking about rainbows being like the the arc and ciel, you know the 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 colors in the sky, you know the the beautiful thing. Yes, that's a rainbow. That's a pretty yeah. rainbow. Kids love pretty rainbows. I love pretty rainbows. I love pretty rainbows. <laughs> I was driving to my house. Uh, a couple weeks ago and we just had a really good rainstorm and I came over the freeway up the up a hill so there's like a bit of a hill and I turned towards the city and there was this like intensely glowing rainbow and it actually caught my breath I went oh yeah. my god because it was gorgeous and it was actually pride weekend yes it was <laughs> but I wasn't immediately like oh my god some female lick all of me like, <laughs> that wasn't my immediate and I'm not opposed to that. It's just that it was I was just going oh, pretty. I just find it funny that they're saying little they, their understanding of the goodness of the rainbow. The goodness of the rainbow. That thing that God showed Noah after you know he had destroyed everybody and everything on the planet with a flood. Oh, yeah, totally ironic. No, the rainbow was like, Don't make me hurt you again. Like, that, look, it was a big, yeah, exactly. Person going, don't make me hurt you would, again. Would you rather have the rainbow signify? And I'm, I'm boiling it down here. This is not what the rainbow signifies. But if you would rather have the rainbow signify butt fucking or genocide, I will go with butt fucking every single time. Every time. <laughs> every, every single time. time. <laughs> our travels beyond the earth propel scientific discoveries that improve our lives in countless ways. Here, right here at home. Powering vast new industries, spurring incredible technology, and providing the space security we need to protect the American people. And security is going to be a very big factor with respect to space and space exploration. At some point in the future, we're going to look back and say, how did we do it without space? Trump Roundup, week 23. Holy fucking shit. Uh... Uh, you guys watch Morning Joe at all? <laughs> because I can't no. believe this fucking stuff is going on. Oh. So, for those that don't know what Morning Joe is, it's got Joe Scarborough and Mika, I don't remember her last name, Br- Brzezinski? Yeah, Brzezinski. You know, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't yeah. know any of them. Is there is there actually a guy named Joe on there? Yeah, Joe Scarborough. He was a. Oh, oh he used to be. That. You just said that just now. Yeah. Sorry. Just... No, he's a. Uh, he's been a supporter of the right, like not sycophantically like Dave Rubin has been like a, a, a supporter of the right, but he's not a. He's not. He supported Trump for a long time. He's like, yeah, I think Trump's going to do a good job, and then he got to become president, and it didn't happen. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, he's been having tweet firestorms with the president of the United States has been going on Twitter. And shitting on private citizens once again, these two people. And it's gone back and forth and back and forth. And I'm not going to get into the reads on it. I just can't believe that we have the president of the United States, the guy that is supposed to be the guy in charge of like all 300 and something million people of this country, A, still dividing the country further by left versus right kind of shit. And then B, going after individual citizens, even though they're reporters, they're still individual citizens. And we come to find out that there was some, a potential blackmail situation because he's like, you either start talking nice about me on your show or I'm going to release this Inquirer uh, article. That's their claim. That's That's their claim. claim. Like, let's be honest. We don't, I mean, here's, here's my personal feeling on Morning Joe. I, I don't actually trust them that much. No. Um. So, it's great for their ratings, like, though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That that yeah. See, like that's just they have a vested interest in being the enemy of Trump right now, and uh, so uh, yeah, they're claiming that they were threatened with a National Enquirer, but uh, you know uh, the <laughs> the the female host Mika Mika Brzezinski, yeah, Mike, Mika, yeah. Um, they were like he accused her of having a facelift, and that's not true, and. But she has had other work done, you know. Good on them for admitting that she has had work done. Also, you, you kind of have to, right? <laughs> oh, she would totally have to to be on she news. Would totally have yeah. to, yeah. 
Um, but the thing is, like, it's so it's really dumb. But, okay, the facelift thing, the whole Trump commenting on a facelift, I could totally see him believing that because most women don't get facelifts now. Um, yeah. That's kind of an arbitrary, like, that's not something a lot of women get because you don't need to because a lot of women <laughs> want to look natural as well as age. Like, they want to age, but they don't want to age. So what they're getting is they're getting, like, this, Lifts, their chin yeah. tuck. They're getting their chin stuck, which is what they, they said she had. Yeah. And um and and like my mom commonly gets um like not uh she she hates Botox. She got a little bit on her forehead way above the eyebrows. She hates Botox because it made her eyes droopy and she couldn't mm. make facial expressions. <laughs> um so I'm totally shocked now. And now yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> so like they have other injections that they can do in your lip to make yeah. them look full and Collagen, young again. Yeah, they, that kind of thing. Yeah. They have all sorts of things they can do, and uh, you don't see it. You don't. You, you don't. My mom just had a bunch done, and I could see that they had lifted her cheeks and they'd done all these things, and she still looked her age, but like really good for her age. And I'm like, and I'll be doing that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, you don't. These people. She didn't go to Mar-a-Lago for a vacation and like spent three days there with a bleeding fucking face. It's not something that happened. But I'm, I'm gonna, no. I want to get I want to get past that because I, I brought that up only because I thought I think it's fucking hilarious that our president is attacking people like the, the way that he is. And what really bothered me the most is that uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders came on the came onto the, the television and said that essentially uh, she had it coming or they had it coming because. If you hit the president, he'll hit back 10 times as hard or something like that. Let's see. That's so stupid. Yeah, this is what she said. As the first lady has stated publicly in the past, when her husband gets attacked, he will punch back 10 times harder. That is not how a president fucking works. That's not. No. So the first, the first international incident that we get. Can you imagine the shit storm that's going to happen? Like, let's say that uh, people do get killed. Like, if North Korea attacked a sub or something like that, Mister F- Fire Back Ten Times Harder is going to cause fucking World War Three. And so they're trying. They're, like, the House passed a bill earlier this week to limit the scope of the presidential's uh, uh, ability to wage war. We're trying to get rid of the uh, the way that Obama and I'm saying that he used it quite a bit too to attack foreign countries without getting congress approval first because we passed that a long time ago with the what was it the the patriot act and they gave the emergency operation benefits to w and they left them open for obama as well and so they now are trying to close that loophole because they see how bad things could really get so all right let's see what did he do this week what else did he do Oh, uh, let's see. Donald Trump has asked the National Security Council to come up with, quote, deliverables that he can offer to Vladimir Putin during their meeting on the sidelines of the G20 summit this week coming up. Deliverables. Yeah. Uh, This came from The Guardian. It's unclear what those deliverables, deliverables would look like, but they include an offer to ease sanctions, you know, which the Trump administration has looked into at least twice since it got inaugurated. Mm-hmm. Or to give back the Russian diplomatic compounds that Obama evacuated in December because they meddled in our elections and Obama issued new sanctions uh, thanks to that. So the White House did not respond to a request for comment because they're not going to because they're understaffed already. <laughs> so they're not going to be mm-hmm. able to. Uh, but it's just gross that you have a president that's going to be approaching Vladimir Putin with a, with like his hat held in hand, you know, saying, here, this is what we're going to do for you guys. Be our friend. And that's not the approach you take in, displo- in diplomacy. If you're coming with stuff ready to deliver, you're already doing it wrong. Well, the, he's he's approaching it as somebody uh, as somebody who is in sales and yeah. does business, um, and pr- quite proudly, I might say, ethical business. Something that Trump is unfamiliar with. Mm. Something I can <laughs> proudly wear and say, no, we do ethical business because you know you have to. Um, but one of the things that you do is uh, in ethical business is put your potential lead in a state of calm and relax. Yeah. And this is something like bringing them a gift mm-hmm. or taking them out to dinner. It's extend. It's 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 uh, it's an effort of sacrifice 
to show that you are invested in the conversation. Now, I will say that my business, if it's a bad choice for our business or uh, for theirs, Mm -hmm. we will back the fuck out. We will still have paid for dinner and back out later. That's happened. Um, I, I, and I work in the department that will make those decisions. So it's kind of funny. Uh, So I've seen it. I've seen them go, Nope, we're not doing it. And it's like, you're right. We're not. Um, (laughs) but so that's the thing you do. You, you, you take them to a game of golf. I, I know people hate this, right? Oh, fancy business people going to golf. But the reality is that when you're working in human emotions and, and you're working in, uh, relationships, then you have to give them a reason to trust you. Yeah. This is how ethical business works is and unethical. Unethical does this too. But that's what Trump is thinking he's doing is that he's thinking he's buttering up, but he's thinking politics is business. This isn't an equitable trans, uh, transaction. transaction Putin's not going to give him anything. He's going to be like, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that's all he's going to say. That's what Russia does. <laughs> this is politics. This is politics. This is very, 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 very fucking different. Now, can two governments work together to form peace agreements and offer gifts to each other like the fucking Statue of Liberty? You bet your ass. You bet your ass they can. But it works on a very different basis than business. Mm -hmm. You don't take Vladimir Putin to golf to get his trust for him to spend his money on you. No. What he's doing is going, I'm going to take all the advantage of you because you're a stupid person, Trump. You're a stupid <laughs> and person. And I'm going to ride you for all that you got because I he didn't work his way up to the fucking president and got reelected and, you know, pretty much made it so he's the oligarch of that country without being a smart individual. And I'm not saying that because, you know, like, oh, Trump made a billion dollars. No, that has, that's not even close. He made a billion dollars because he's laundering fucking money from other countries. So. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else happened. Uh, Trump says that he won't fire Robert Mueller, Mueller, whatever you want to pronounce his name as. And that's because he can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I just brought that up just because of fun, because th- that's something that Rod Rosenstein has to do. And uh, if he doesn't, we're going to have another Saturday night massacre thing that they were talking about. But uh, I don't think we're we, we don't have the. Uh, the wherewithal, the gumption. We don't have the proper mental state in this country to uh, to fight against a Watergate kind of scandal. Because if it was, we would be doing it right now. But we're not there yet. So anyway, what else did he do? He finally acknowledged that the that Russia meddled in the 2016 election, even though he's been calling it fake news for oh, I don't know, like two years. <laughs> do you think? Could he be surprised by this knowledge? Like, do you think that he just found out that this is actually real? I don't think that's like, the case at all, because he had already said that he he said that Barack Obama was probably one of the persons that was instigating it. You know, he was the one he ins- he oh, insulted how oh, Barack Obama right. handled yeah, it. He's, and trying, he's attempting spin, but he's bad at it. He's trying to. Yeah, but he did it. What about this guy? What about what about ism? All this what abouts that's going on. He uh, accused Obama of breaking the law to help Hillary Clinton win the presidency. <laughs> In what way? Uh, I can't what, remember. By, wait, by being a member of her party and campaigning? That's actually totally normal. That's Barack funny. Obama totally got behind Hillary. That's, yeah, like, there, that's, he didn't do it shadily. Yeah. Yes, he absolutely did try to help Hillary win. That's legal. He's the member of her party. Mm-hmm. And also an individual who wanted her to win. Yeah, he had that, a vested interest in it because that was going to be his policies being continued underneath the next president. So, yeah, and he also wasn't doing it from the White House platform. No, he was doing it as candidate Barack Obama. You know, no longer a candidate, but like that's a thing. That's a thing we allow in our political system, and I actually don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't. That seems totally normal to me. Actually, yeah, the the person who the president should totally be able to campaign for who they like. Yeah, oh, I agree with stop. you there. Uh, let's see. He became the first president this week uh, in 20 years to not host a White House dinner to celebrate the end of Ramadan. God damn it. He's a pig. Yeah, because that way to just shit on a good chunk of your constituency in this country. You know, it's like, symbo- it's symbolic uh, in nature. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't like 
religion. I don't really like religion. I don't like it. I don't like Islam. I don't like Christianity. Nope. I don't like nope. Judaism. I don't like Buddhism. I don't like any of it. Uh, I don't like Wicca. All right, I'm coming up to you, Wiccans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Prepare you your crystals not. and your spells and your. I got a problem with your alternative medicine, but otherwise, fucking I Wiccans. Find you, like, <laughs> I find you largely harmless. Um, Witchcraft helped largely. me get through my drug. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not making fun. Hey, uh. you know what? At least the Wiccans get eight rad holidays that are all about fucking and having a good time. So therefore, we get eight holidays because the Christians just co-opt them all. <laughs> no, the Christians didn't co-opt them all. I'm just they being didn't funny. Play, they, like, they only, like, they tried to suppress Halloween. They tried to shut that down. Didn't work because Halloween's rad. And then they just, like, took Christmas and Easter, which are rad. Great holidays. But, like, did you get the summer solstice off? No, you didn't. Back Was to- there a festival for the summer solstice? No. No. Okay, but back to being, Ramadan. Back to Ramadan. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Circling back to Ramadan. So uh but if you have if you're a political figure and you have constituents that are Muslim, which the president does. Yeah. A lot of them, in fact, um, you know, it's it's a nice thing to go, hey, this is special for you guys. We recognize I know you you're exist. Part of America. <laughs> yeah, I recognize you That's nice. And this guy's just an asshole. He's just an asshole. But yeah. he like, he's just oh god. I, and and you know that there are people who are like, he's standing up to radical Islamic terrorists yep. by not having a <laughs> Ramadan dinner. And you know, in Ramadan, that's when they're supposed to do jihad, which is not like accurate. Like it's not like you're not really <laughs> you're in a, you're an ignorant dick. Um, like one can be aware of Islam and be critical, like, but. Ugh, this guy is such oh, an careful, asshole. Careful, because... you're going to be re- labeled one of those regressive left, you know, that that wants people to be able to have their religious freedom, but at the same time recognize that their religion is bad. You know, there's a lot of people that... Wait, uh, I can't people, because those two those two concepts are completely separate. Oh, no, but there, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, if you defend people, the, the fact that they should be able to practice their beliefs, you're all of a sudden... If you have Pro any nice, belief. if you have, yeah, if you have, yeah, exactly. That's what they think, you know. No, I'm criticizing ideas. I'm criticizing ideas, but I'm still, but my, my, my core belief is in the consistency of freedom and in the consistency of freedom. That means that the religions have to be allowed to exist because ideas are pernicious. That's not the right word. Is it? Anyway, They're... religion is a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah. And. So like I I I can't I can't try to oppress freedom, but I can in my freedom oppose an idea without making it illegal. How do these people not understand this? No, they don't. They don't. don't they don't illegal. follow through with with a lot of their. I don't want it their... to be illegal. I just don't like it. Yeah. I I find I have developed an opinion that religion is toxic. Yep. And I have yet to be convinced otherwise. That's it. But like let's freedom. see. His uh what? travel ban got reinstated by the Supreme Court because they have to review the executive order in October. Uh he attempted to rally support for Obamacare replacement plan the AHCA and when the vote was postponed due to a dismal CBO score and lack of support, he confirmed that the senators he told senators to make a less mean health care bill. Mean? Mean? Go fuck yourself, Trump. <laughs> that, okay, that clearly indica- indicates to me that he was not involved. At all. At no. all. Because God. if you get a report coming across your desk and he's looking, he's like, fuck, this is mean. <laughs> he's such an idiot. He's such an idiot. Oh, he's such an idiot. He's like, <laughs> no, like, don't, like, kill people, but also, like, not Obamacare. Like, I don't want Blackie on it, am I right? <laughs> but don't kill people. Let's see. Fuck you, Trump. Fuck he, you. He, he warned uh, Syrian President Bashar al-Assad that he would pay a, quote, heavy price if he used chemical weapons against the Syrian people, and which made every person in the military go, wait, what? Wait, wait hang on a second. There's an attack coming? What? What the fuck is going on? So he he just dropped this tweet out of nowhere. And it, it. it threw a lot of people into confusion. Even me, I was like, oh fuck, we're going to war. <laughs> yeah, so, you said that. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't have the energy to deal with this right nope. now. 
He interrupted an Oval Office phone call with Ireland's prime minister to tell a female reporter from the RTE from uh, yeah. from Ireland that she had yeah. a, quote, nice smile on her face. Ugh. <laughs> that fucking grossed me out. I'm like, he, like, multiple times was like, hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, why don't hey. you smile? You, you look beautiful when you smile. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, the guys that say that and, shit. And they're like, know. oh, she giggled. It's like, hi, have you met? You, you haven't, have you met women that want to get out of these situations William's quickly? And I actually had this conversation. <laughs> we, actually, we actually explained this to uh, William and his father. I was going to say the men yeah, in the room. <laughs> yeah, the men in the room. I was like, no. Okay, as, as, the, as soon as you get boobs. You learn that you're no longer allowed to make eye contact with males without them thinking that's giving them attention. So when we are making eyes at a guy, we think it's obvious because we do not make eye contact. She's like, no, it's, she's actually right. She's absolutely right. As soon as you get boobs, like she's like backing me up 100 percent. Like, because we know, <laughs> we know, like, it's like we know how to shut this shit down. It's like, ah, walking away because this is weird and I have to be professional now. And you're super gross and old. Anything, then I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> uh, let's see. He called six news organizations fake news this week after CNN retracted one story. One story that had three people attached to it. You know, fake news in which they actually cared about the headline and the story enough to get three people fired over it you know uh let's see what else did he do he began dismantling part of the clean water act he reportedly didn't base understand basic health care concepts because when he was talking with people they were like hey what about this medicare and this medicaid and they're like well which one are you talking about oh they're both the same thing nope 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 you're so wrong Uh, let's see. He sent in the feds to Chicago like he was threatening to do. He sent in 20 federal agents to Chicago to crack down on crime. Oh my God, those federal agents hate their lives right now so much. Like, what are they going to do? They're like, what are they this is do? all stemming from poverty and lack of education. <laughs> yeah, this is. Can you can we get some good schools and some food in here, please? Like real food. I mean, real food. Not Trump food. Real food. Real food. Not taco bowls. <laughs> we- no fucking <laughs> steaks with ketchup. You you uh. <laughs> overdone steaks. Well done steak with ketchup. That motherfucker. Like that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Oh, and if any of our listeners like their steak well done with ketchup, you can stop. You can stop, stop listening. Right now. Yeah. Stop. No. Find find another meat to eat because you are ruining. Done. Look, I, I'm not a I'm not a PETA person in the slightest. You know, I, I don't wear fur. I think that's cruel and shit like that. But, you know, the fact that I eat meat is a cruel thing. But I at least pay homage to that animal by when I'm eating it being like, this is fucking delicious. Because if you I'm cook... I'm going to be familiar with my food. Yeah, I'm going to at least know my food. And I go out of my way. To try and make sure, yeah, doesn't eh, no, watch fine. on YouTube. I got excited and I knocked, knocked my camera. computer down. <laughs> um, I, if I if I can actually go out of my way to try and find actually that I can verify humane meats. Uh, free plug, they're not paying for the show, but Criminelli actually does source all of their uh, pigs from a very humane farm. In yeah. fact, they're the only customer to that farm. Now, uh, all the pigs get uh, their... So pigs don't like free range. I don't know if you guys know this, but they actually hate free range. They like their space. They like structure. And they have their nuclear yeah. families. They have their nuclear families. And then they like their wallow and their bed. So their mud wallow and their bed. And then they actually... Pigs are really big on where they poop. And so like this farm is like, we've got this many pigs that we can take care of. And that's where criminally sources their meat. And that's why their meat is so expensive. Yeah, their salami is so expensive because their pigs are so taken care of. And I like, I will pay extra for that shit. I will go out of my way to support companies That's that like, have ethical like animal treatment, wagyu beef kind of thing. It's like exactly you're paying a lot because that animal has been pampered. <laughs> but the thing is, like, at least when I'm eating something and I cook it right, so I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm eating the animal, and I'm like. I appreciate the fact that you sacrificed your life to fill my plate today. Thank you so much, you know, and I'm going to enjoy that. But the thing is, you're just shitting all over that when you make a steak well done. It's just completely ruined. You are. 
You're you're ruining that animal entirely. Why don't you just go out and get a charcoal briquette and just take bites off of it? Dip it in ketchup and just take bites off of it. Why don't you start doing that? That's offensive. Ugh, it's disgusting. Trump, you're disgusting. He's a disgusting human being. And yeah, we're we're wrapping it up because yeah, he's he. Ugh, you fucking weirdo. I just. (laughs) I like weird. I like weird, but not in a president. (laughs) No. I want my president to be boring. boring as fuck. Yeah. I want them to be so boring. I, I want, want Jimmy them Carter. To think about decisions. <laughs> I want Barack Obama. I, I want, want Hillary Obama. Clinton. Yeah, I, I want my Hillary Clinton because we won. <laughs> we won. <laughs> God damn it. Three million votes. That's not a small margin. That's a lot. That's that's actually like like nobody nobody knew that a president could win by that margin and not win. Mm. Uh, we need to. Uh, there's investigations going on. We'll find some shit out. So fuck you, Trump. That's. I guess that's how we have to end it every time. Fuck you. Eh. Fuck you. That does it for this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the three episodes that we put out each week. Before we do wrap this whole thing up, I do have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who support us each month. And they are in no particular order. Janet Uter, Angelica Pearson, Marissa Alexa McCool, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Jeff Peterson, Michael Stevens, Stephen Andrus, and Rosabelle Howden. If you too feel like you want to support us financially for all the work that's done each week, feel free to go to patreon.com slash Outcast for more details. We only charge monthly, which is a bit different than most other shows of our ilk, so know that you're getting your money's worth no matter what level you support us at. However, we do have to say that money isn't the only way to get our attention. If you're broke or just don't want a paper trail of the hedonism you get each week, a quick review or subscribe on whatever you catch us on helps us out a ton and we'll make sure to give you guys props when we get them. Also, don't forget to join the Utah Outcasts discussion group that we've set up. That's for sure the easiest way to get a hold of everyone from the show. So with that, it's time to bring episode 105 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome.
this comes from Alex Jones on his, you know, he's on InfoWars because that's his shit. He made a video parodying himself to the third degree. Like, like if the, he is cubed parody himself here. So because it's Alex doing a parody of Stephen Colbert's parody of Alex Jones called Tuck Buckford. So you have the real Tuck Buckford in Jones portraying the fake Tuck Buckford made by Colbert. And now, fuck, I'm all cross-eyed. Oh, my God. I can't handle this shit. <laughs> I don't want to. That's so dumb. 